0: Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Goodwin's Hair Boutique. Goodwin's Hair Boutique is situated in the heart of Glasgow's vibrant merchant city. The salon was opened in 2013, but the staff have been working together for almost 20 years. At Goodwins, clients can expect to be looked after in a comfortable and relaxing environment and can feel at home with the latest magazines and extensive complimentary drinks menu. Goodwins Hair Boutique provides clients with premium hair products, including the prestigious Aveda Full Colour Spectrum and Product Range and Olaplex. Both of these products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. They also work with L'Oreal Professional. Goodwins provide a range of excellent hair services which include weddings and hair extensions. Goodwins were proud to receive recognition at the Scottish Hair and Beauty Awards in 2018, leaving with a highly commended award in the Best of Glasgow category. Clients are welcome to come along, sit back and relax while they are being pampered. Time spent in Goodwins is all about you. For more information, head to www.goodwinsboutique.com and follow at Goodwins Boutique on Insta and at Goodwins Hair Boutique on Facebook. Hello and welcome to the GGC Podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for y'all. In this week's podcast we catch up with Scottish DJ, travel presenter, body positive activist, YouTuber and Insta-famouser Susie Mack. Susie shares her story from when she first appeared in Chewing the Fat as a child actress to working for mega media outlets in London before returning to Glasgow to focus on her career as a social star and DJ. With a following of almost half a million on Instagram, Susie shares her tips for insta growth, chats about how she doesn't play it safe when it comes to the content she posts, and talks openly about trolling and the scary side of social. Have a listen. Hello Susie. Hi. How Thank are you? you so
0: much for being <laughs> on the GGC podcast. Well, I love it. I'm like I've been watching you from afar for a while. Likewise. Yes. So when I was like living in London, so I moved back to Paisley in my parents' house okay. in September. And uh, like when I was following you when I was in London as well. Oh, so lovely. like I just like love what you're all about. Like I just love the fact that you're doing something different and in it's it's supporting other oh, it's females. God, like, that. That's like, a lovely way to start this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't off off recording telling you to say no, that. You, really. No, you definitely
1: <laughs> never made me say that. No, thank you so much, thank you. That's lovely. But let's I am, and similarly for you. You have got one of the most exciting careers. I just, I love everything you're doing. So,
0: thank you. let's
1: start from the beginning and let's talk about your journey to where you are now.
0: Right. <laughs> it's weird going back, back, back. Right, so childhood, are we going that far back? Let's do it. So, when I was a kid, I went to Paisley Theatre in Paisley. Okay. So, I wanted to be an actress, that's what I wanted to do. And then I did... Um, I ended up being in *Tune the Fat*. I was in *Tune the Fat* when I was younger. I was one of the and characters in *Tune the Fat*, which is really gets reminded to me all the time because, <laughs> like, I literally get screenshots anytime it's on, like, because um, they they repeat it a lot, *Hogwarts* uh-huh. and stuff like yeah. that. Like, and it was on Netflix recently as well, which I'm seeing no money from, by the way. No, no routine, money, no right. Like, at all. Beca- do you know why it is? Because these things didn't exist when I was doing it, so. Yeah. I've actually spoken to people that are like involved highly in that in that Industry, series. Right, okay. in the in series. series, okay. And they, they say that like because you could actually go to court and um potentially like like question that because why are you not earning any royalties from something that is it's on a it's on a streaming service that didn't exist when you were in it, so it wasn't technically in the Man. contract. So technically, that could I could start a whole big start a thing. Whole thing. <laughs> Can you yeah. imagine you like globally? Like if I had the money to be able to do that, but do you know what? It's probably worth nothing anyway. So but do you know it is interesting mm-hmm. because Netflix
1: must have. For so many, like if you think how mm.
0: many people have been in things, and all of a sudden it's on Netflix, so yeah. it's a total grey area. Yeah. So anyone that's doing it now, probably that will be in the in contract. The contract, yeah. So if i knew you an entertainment lawyer, I could probably go for that, and it could be a, like a world, like I could take on like for people all over the world. A I could take. On. I know. Oh imagine that. God. I could be on like the news in New York and stuff like that. This uh. random Scottish girl who's uh, taking on, but yeah. So, I I don't have the time to do. you no, that, to not, be honest not just <laughs> now anyway, because you get so much of mm. what's going on. So you were in tune of that. So I was in that, and then when I was a teenager, I kind of was like, mm, I didn't feel that acting was cool anymore, okay. so I kind of went down, not down the wrong path, but I just kind of wanted to hang out with my pals and go to the park, and That's do you know what I mean? normal just to being a teenager, yeah. and then um, finished school, went to uni, didn't know what I wanted to do. I actually worked in a bank for a year. I knew kind of I always wanted to do something yeah. in the entertainment industry, but I didn't know what it was went to uni I did business at uni so I didn't do I just picked a degree that like you could potentially do anything Anything from yeah so I did that um not I think I do think I use parts of my degree but like I'm not saying don't go to university but I just feel like it's not been my complete career path because a lot of people that did do my degree are like managers or they own their own businesses but technically I do I am my business Yeah. yeah so uh, technically I do Um, And then, what did I do? I was always obsessed with London. Like, I always wanted to go. I actually wrote it down on a piece of paper. um, And I found it years later, saying, pass my driving test. Right. Right. Move to London and do something else. I can't even remember what it was. But anyway, I found the piece of paper years later. So okay. I totally believe in that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so so like yeah. um, what is it like called? Like making it. It's like, like visualisation. Yeah. it's like visualisation mm-hmm. and writing down what you want. So I, I did. So I ended up doing that. So I moved to London when I was twenty-one. That was the, like when I went, and it was quite scary. But I made like friends for life at that point. I worked for. A company kind of like Groupon, um, right, okay. when that was just starting out. Yeah. So I worked for them. Then they went bust. Then I ended up just, um, it was part of my degree basically that I had to do like a, an internship year. So that's I decided I'm going to move to London and do Can't it. To do that, brilliant. Okay. So I went back to Scotland after they went bust and did my a uh, dissertation year. Yeah. So I did four years. Finished that and then I was like, What am I going to do? Yeah. So then I decided I'm gonna do as many things work experience wise as I can. Okay. And one of those was going into a radio station for the day. It was actually through um Think Big or also to Think Big or something right. like that. Anyway. So I went so I decided right, I'm gonna go into this radio station, but it's in Aberdeen. My mum said you know that's quite far away to go to, so I said do you know what i'll just get a train ticket and go so i went and i started talking to the content controller at the time who was in charge and one of the tips i would always say to people to do is make sure that you have some sort of connection to the person that you meet so okay. i asked him for his email address okay to send him demos potentially in the future yeah. and so i made a link with him and i just said hi enjoyed today thanks very much blah 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 blah, blah. so he kept father. me in his mind yes so Fast forward, I ended up moving back to London, okay. working in the music industry for a while. I worked for a company called SBTV, which are like the biggest online youth broadcaster and they um, also, they do, like they kind of launched Ed Sheeran. Like, wow, I know, okay. like they videoed him um, doing like freestyles and stuff before he was massive. So okay. um, Jamal Edwards has got an MBE, the guy that runs at who's actually younger than me, which is crazy. That's so, yes, yeah, so I help. work with them and I still have a really good relationship with them. In fact, I'm working with them again now. So it's, it just shows you, yeah. like, if you keep on good terms with people, then you'd never know when you're going to end up uh-huh. dealing with like, them open again. Mm-hmm. Or, or they might connect you to someone else. Exactly. So, uh, I work with them and then, <laughs> the funniest thing is I ended up working for them. Um, <laughs> I'm very random, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so, it. so, so I messaged my friend who owned a recruitment agency in London and I was like, I need a job. I really need a job because I was like so skint, Like it was unreal. I was just being able to pay my rent and to get by. Like I was having to watch my pennies and like get the bus instead of getting the tube. Even just that, like just trying to save money in any way possible. So he was like, right, there's a job at OK Magazine. He said, I'm going to send you there tomorrow for the interview. Make sure you turn up. I was like, OK. I said, what's the job? He's like, it's in sales. And I said, OK. I'll go and see because I've never really wanted to work in sales. Okay. But I thought I need to need maths potentially. Right. Okay. So got there, did the interview um, with this this funny quirky man, um, and he I somehow I <laughs> bullshitted my way through this sales interview. Really? Got then he phoned me the next day. He was like, um, "I'd like uh, to offer you the job." He says you start on Monday. I thought, this is not what I want to do though. Why am I doing this? This okay, is not yeah. where I want to okay, focus, Matt. This is not where I want to focus. I don't want to work in sales and try and sell magazine slot like yeah, advertising. Advertising and stuff in, in for OK magazine. It's a good job, but like that's not what you. I want to do. Yeah. So I phoned him back on the Monday morning. I was like, just to tell you, I'm not I don't want to take the job. <laughs> right? And yeah. my mum was like, Do you realise you just turned down a job at OK magazine? And then within ten minutes he phoned me back and he was like What do you want to do? And I said, I want to work in the editorial side of things. Uh And he went, right, be in 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. I've got another interview for you. I'm not saying the money's good, but, you know, just come in and do it. And so I came in and I got the job, and I ended up working for them for about six months. So what was it you were doing, like, writing pieces? Not, well, a wee bit, I did a wee bit of that, but also uh, this is where I learned how to edit videos. Okay. So I basically was within OK, uh, OK The Daily Express and The Daily Star. Okay. They're all connected, they're all same company. I used to, if there was anything viral that came in, I would. I learned how to use Adobe Premiere. So it actually really helped me going forward because I do videos all the time now. So I learned okay. those skills. I never knew how to do that before I started. Aye. So um with them, so I enjoyed that. And then I'm in the canteen one day, and I get a call out of the blue from this random Scottish number, and I answer, and it's it's the person I'd met at North Sound in Aberdeen, the radio station in Aberdeen. And he said, "This is really random. Where are you just now?" And I was like, "I was I was like, I was like, I'm in London." <laughs> and he said, um, "Do you want a demo for the breakfast show?" And I was like, "He said the girl that was you, if you get it, yep. has moved to Dubai, so right. we need a girl." female person for the breakfast show, like Cassie and George Bowie. Okay, yeah. uh, So I was like, yeah, but I'm in London right now. And he said, right, okay, I'm going to organise this. I want you to go into One Golden Square, which is um, the headquarters of Bower Media. So KISS FM gets done from there. Um, Heat Radio at the time. I think Magic. Um, Maybe Magic's not that. That's not the right one. Absolute Radio, anyway. All these stations, all these big stations. Um... Are like they, they're broadcast from there, okay. so I went in to this empty studio and I'm sitting there and I had to do a demo down the line with Gregsy, who is now in on Cloud One, right. so he, it was meant to be me and him together to do this breakfast show, okay. so it was really hard because when you're trying to do it and find out if you've got a rapport with someone, it's better if you're in the same room as them. Oh, of course it is, yeah. But somehow it worked. And hey, uh, Ricky and Melvin from Kiss came in and like I know I know Melvin Odom pretty well. I've known okay. him for years and years, okay. years. He came in and they were like, Good luck, Sadie like that while I was doing my, and then Greg's down the line going going, was that? And I'm like, Oh it's just a, it's just a Kiss Breakfast show coming in to say you know? oh, that is brilliant. <laughs> so I did that and then they flew me up to Aberdeen, got the job and I decided, right, I'm leaving London, going to Aberdeen. Moved there, was on the breakfast show, didn't end up with Gregsy, ended up with Mickey Gavin and Pete, who did the travel. Okay. Did that for two years um, and then just wasn't happy. Not in the sense of I wasn't happy because of the job. It was more because I just was, you you have to go up at half past four every single morning, Monday to Friday. I genuinely don't know if I could do that. It's like, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of determination and you have to want to be there mm-hmm. and it's really hard because you're so sleep deprived that you end up just, I don't know, like I, I felt like I was just grumpy all the time, like I didn't I feel be... like I was my normal self mm-hmm. anymore and I just wasn't happy there and I miss my family, I've got amazing friends there now, yeah. but I met them towards the end of my, okay. my period there so, um, like I'm going up this weekend, I'm DJing there this weekend and I'll always have a fondness for Aberdeen in my heart but yeah. I just met, I was three hours away from my family and even if I went home at the weekend, it's like, six hours to oh, get I like know, it's a trick. I used to drive it like I used to finish my show and just get straight on, the, straight on the motorway and straight home I'd be home for like two o'clock three o'clock in the afternoon or something and I'd be so tired uh, me, my, oh I nearly like, crashed my car about five times oh, <laughs> like, oh, that's the point you're like right also driving that hungover is not ever a good idea no, no. either no. <laughs> like never like I've definitely been sick out the car window and stuff shut up yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the funny thing is like imagine seeing someone doing that no. you're driving you'd like like, oh my god, it was horrible, I know, like, it's a long, long drive, and um, yeah, I have nothing, you know, bad to say about the whole scenario, but I just wasn't happy, so okay. we moved on from that, and then I kind of didn't have anywhere to go. Okay. Um, for a while, I did a lot, I did some stuff for BBC Social, did some interviews for them, and then I thought, right, where am I going to go? Let's yeah. just go back to London, so I moved back okay. to London again. Um, I live with my friend, Hermit, who is a producer at Radio 1. Um and he is from here as well, he's from, uh, yeah exactly, okay. so, yeah there's a lot of Scots lot down of there yes, that are doing yes. Good. Uh, I lived with him for a while and then I moved into a new, a new place and I, I don't know, I can't describe it, I just wasn't happy in London that time, I just felt like I was doing radio down there because I'm still freelance mm-hmm. with um, so I work for this company called Enrix who are, they provide basically all the travel updates, live travel updates okay, for okay. the whole of the UK. So. Okay. Like, um, I would be doing BBC London travel, which is terrifying by the way, because t- lo- imagine just how busy the traffic is oh in London.
1: my god. <laughs> and imagine.
0: also, imagine the fact that sometimes you don't know how to pronounce things. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's really, really noticeable if you get a word wrong. So. Oh my god. So, do, would, you, would you
1: get a chance to read the script before, or is it just literally. You make your script up. Right, okay, you, you right. have to become a
0: professional map reader really <laughs> like you really have to know so i got loads of training and um i was doing that for a while but i wasn't i don't think i was earning enough money yeah um for me to like to, to stay like see in london i find it's just really hard to have an amazing life yeah. on a small budget it's yeah. just not and i'm like now 30 so i was just like right things have to change yeah I'm coming home for a while refocus everything yeah like just get myself back in place and you know it's probably the best thing I've ever done to come home really yeah like now I have no like desire to live in London at all okay which is crazy yeah and the thing is my actual things people are like whoa but you've got all these followers you know you could do this and you could do that but I can do that from here I don't need to be I don't need to be down there I learned that like now like I used to think all the industries down in London you have to be all showbiz everything has to be done yeah but it's not now we have a phone that actually you with the world it's like a a, like our shop window to the world and we don't need you don't need to be
1: you don't need to be based anywhere I could
0: do this I could do this all from a beach you know like I'd probably get millions more followers (laughs) if I was on a beach do you know (laughs) what I mean but like that's the way I see it so as long as you've got a computer and something to edit with and you've got your phone a decent phone yeah and like I've got like my wee mic that I take on my phone which is great oh that's cool That's really good this little mic
1: it's a Rode mic so you've got little so you've got wee accessories Mm -hmm. then which basically and does this
0: help you with interviewing yeah just it's just like just it's it's a good mic it's like 60 or 70 pounds it's a Rode micro or something I love that and that just goes into your iPhone yeah you can just yeah Uh, The only thing is you could lose it quite easily, so you need to be careful. Yeah, be careful with your equipment type thing. So yeah, so this is where I am now. So I'm back and I I started the kind of pursuit of the Instagram followers when I was in London last year. I think it was January last year. I took on a, a job. I was working full time and I was still trying to do radio at the weekends and I worked for this really amazing company called um, Whistlepunks which are, it's like, have you seen this on TV and stuff? We don't have one here yet but right, it's okay. axe throwing. Have you seen it? Like, no. You sometimes see them on like things like Celebs Go Dating. Right. Or, uh, it's basically like a, it's, it's like, you just throw axes at a target basically. Okay. It's really big in America. Okay. It's really big in um, oh, it sounds good. Canada. Um Jason Momoa is like a big famous oh, wow. axe thrower and He's stuff. So um, lovely, isn't he? and Harry Styles and like they've they've all um axe, like they've thrown axes in their premises and stuff. They're uh, the only one in London at the moment. Right. So I worked for them, did their customer care and I just realised then, there and then that I, although I love the people and I love working with them, 95 is not for me at all. Yep. I just can't I, it's not for me. No. My mum was like you're never doing an office job ever again. Like not in the sense of she doesn't want me to. Because the thing is, it's great money and it's it's stability oh, and it's Yeah, and if it's for you, it's for you. But if it's, it's not, not it's not really for not. me, it's yeah. not for me. So I realised there and then I'm like, right, I'm thirty years old, I have to be self-employed. Yeah. I have to be like I just That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, like, <Yep. laughs> like yep. it just has to be like this. I'm gonna have to work all the hours under the sun and feel like I'm never switching off, which is the way I feel every single day. Yeah. Especially with social media. Oh, and you must, cause you've got a massive following in social media. See, I don't think like I know that you. I know you think that, but see, to me, I don't. I don't feel like that yet. Like I just don't. I, I don't even think I ever will feel like that. I just think it's like when you've got it, you don't understand yes. what it represents or whatever. Like, yeah. The only thing I know about it is it's making my life easier yeah. in certain ways, okay. and I feel like I have worked for it. Yeah feel like anyone that like I get a lot of comments people saying yeah you've only got you've only got that because you've got big boobs and stuff like that I get that quite kind of, like oh I, I, I <laughs> well the thing is I like obviously that like that is me I am me right so obviously like I can't like The reason why I've got the followers is because I'm me, not because you're authentic. Yeah. But also just the fact that that is my body, and okay, you could say that's maybe one of the reasons why, but it's not all the reasons why. Like it's not. No, it's not. Like, and
1: I I, like you are you are just you. mm -hmm. Like there's your and when you do your lives because you do a regular live every Mm -hmm. Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. You you don't change. Like you are you are you. Whereas Mm -hmm. you can see some people changing as they get more status and more... But you're you're heading towards half a million followers. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> so talk us through the growth in your Instagram then because, like,
0: it's something that everybody strives for and you do it very well. So, right, one couple of the things that I'd say are... I, I did treat it like a full-time job. Like, I feel wrong if I don't post okay. every single day. I feel like... I've lost an arm, I feel like I feel guilty. You're if I don't guilty. post, I feel guilty. So How often do you post? So I I did it more on when I was growing more. Yeah. So I was probably posting up to three times a day. Okay. I'd never do more than that. No. I'm always on the stories. Yeah, the stories are brilliant. But, like, I think the story is a way to just... Even if you're just sharing a thought or you're you're just sharing something you've seen that you like. Yes. I do that all the time. Like, I'll be like, yeah. oh, I love this post. I'm sharing it. Yeah. Like, I do it all the time because I'm just like, I love that. Like, I love... I like putting other people on a pedestal. Oh, like, that's so lovely. But I you like... But, you do. but I like... I like... I like helping other people to grow. Like, I don't... I don't see this as a... Like, I'm not selfish with it. Like, I don't want... Like, if I can help anyone in any shape or form, I will. That's so lovely of you. If I can. And you can tell Mm -hmm. that about you. So, for me, it's like, um, so I'd say, right, so the first thing I'd say is you need to make sure that you treat it like, you know, like a job kind of thing that you have to do every single day. Just make sure that you put a post up. Work out when the best time for your posting is. So for me, it's like five, six o'clock, seven o'clock at night. Yep. Um, because I think most people are active on Instagram at that point anyway. Yes. Um, and also um, use hashtags. People are always like this to me oh hashtags are like cringy and stuff I'm like like just use them, just use them. who cares that's what Instagram is made for it it's based on a hashtag <laughs> scenario I like you need and to I search it. hashtags yeah
1: so, and I me want too. to see content that links to the hashtag. so why yeah. would you not
0: so for me right I, I watch I watch a lot of YouTube tutorials and stuff as well yeah. so I learned recently and I don't know if it works or not because it seems to be working for me but I've not noticed a big huge difference. I actually okay. may just try it. Mm-hmm. Um today maybe I might just put loads of hashtags because I've I've been limiting five hashtags okay. to each of my posts. Okay. Because I've heard that Instagram are now like they're they're seeing it as spam when people put too many I probably had about fifty thousand at least last month. Fifty thousand? Yeah. yeah, like it's in one month. Yeah. Yeah because I got, if I look at it, or maybe a hundred thousand? Because I got like, I think I got 250 on the 22nd of January that was the date, so I think so I get, you've already gone up, uh-huh. but I'm like, yeah, I know, it's crazy. Like, I don't even know where they all come from. <laughs> like, when you look at my stats and stuff, it's definitely a lot of people from different countries, though. It's not... But that's it's not good, because you've got a global platform, then. Yeah, um, it is good. But then, obviously, for me trying to market myself to market things that I'm doing here, it's yeah. a little bit harder, as well. And also... The thing about what I put out is not everyone's gonna like it. I'm very Marmitey. You're either gonna like, love what I'm doing or or not, not at all. Like hate it. And oh, do you and, think and, so? Yeah, well, I love it. Yeah, so like for me, it's like you're either gonna you know. But I think that's part of being on Instagram. I feel like if you play it safe, no one cares. Yeah, you're so because so many
1: people play it safe. Yeah, so it's the people that don't that you do see they get the profile
0: and they get the the, the famous status. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. So I'd say hashtags, um, posting daily, make sure that you do. Also, one of the biggest tips I'd say is make sure that you're within the first, like say you post your post, you need to be prepared to spend maybe 15 to 20 minutes replying to all the people that have commented on your post. Mm -hmm. That boosted me majorly. When I started doing that, I started noticing that I was getting more followers because, and then I was ending up on the explore page all the time because it's an algorithm and it, it works yeah. by seeing it basically Instagram's like oh this is really this is exciting we need to put this up because loads of people you are talking talk. about this Never, so it. that's the way so if, even if you're just putting a, an emoji at least you're doing that like you just yeah. need to just keep Engage. on with the people and reply to people I mean I only reply to comments that I actually like now because some of the comments I get are disgusting do you know what I mean like cause of this obviously I wear like a lot less clothes than stuff like that than so, no, uh, like normal so, people Like uh, so like they Like, Uh yeah, I get that all the time. I block people, see if I get any negative comments at all. I just block them. Good. I respond sometimes because I'm a human being. Like, sometimes I'm like, why did you take time out of your day to write that on my page? Like, what is going on with you? Like, why do you think you've said
1: the right thing? Yeah. it's their own uh unhappiness in themselves. Like, trolls are just unhappy wee people with their life, so they take it out on other people.
0: I'm not saying that everyone in life, everything that I'm doing is. Right. I'm never saying that because I know criticism comes from somewhere. It streams from somewhere. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that like everything that I put out is the best version of me. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I don't understand people that get so upset and so offended by certain things. Like I don't do that. If I see something that I don't like, I'm maybe gonna, for a millisecond, I'm gonna go, oh, I don't like that picture, but, but I'm never... not gonna write no, about of it. Of like, I'm not. Right. like I'm not gonna spend time no. like wasting no. my time. I've got other things to be thinking about. And I just feel like the people that do that It does, it says more about them, as you said, it says more about them than anyone else, but I do think that it's part and parcel of being online. Yeah, and also getting bigger. Yeah, the bigger you get, the more people
1: more get jealous ch- yeah. of you,
0: and it a lot of it is jealousy. It's weird, but I get a lot from men. That's I get a lot of comments from men. Right. Okay. Which you'd think I'd get more female jealousy, but I don't. Unless they're like pretending to be guys. <laughs> like okay. I don't. I had one girl one day message me saying something like, "Have some respect for yourself," and I was like, "Excuse me." She DM'd me. I followed her. She's a makeup artist down south, and I messaged her. Back going, excuse me, like, and and then I looked at hers and there was pictures of her in her bikini and I was thinking, what hold she, on a I second, know, what does she mean? by double standards, like, like is, yeah. I'm not doing anything, like, I'm curvy, right? I'm what now? I'm probably sixteen to eighteen. Before I was probably a fourteen. That's probably been my twelve at some points in my life. I've always been on the kind of higher side of like the higher side of like come towards plus size. Now I would say I'm totally in the plus size range now, and I just feel like if someone of a size 8 can wear a bikini and you know you can see a little bit of like I don't know whatever like you can see that their nipples are sticking out yep. or whatever like, or a thong bikini yeah yep. there, why why is that okay when it's not okay for somebody that's bigger I, I just it's the same it's the same it's one for every yeah. everything I just think that
1: people need to be allowed to do what they want to do and what they want it's their choice in life but you're always going to come up against that yeah. you're always going to come up against people that don't like X, Y and Z mm-hmm. but it's just not giving up.
0: yeah no that's it the biggest thing is I love the way you whispered that yeah, <laughs> like, oh like you didn't say it. it's just not giving a fuck <laughs> like, speak up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I totally think that. Like, I think that uh, it is just a case of you do have to have, like, a kind of um, you have to have this kind of almost shield guard up. And I feel like anyone you meet, no matter it might be the most loved person in the world, yep. they're still going to get hate in some shape or form. It could be, you know, just try to think of somebody that's absolutely everyone loves. Even Will Smith or something like yeah. that. Like everyone kind of loves Will Smith. Like, yes. he's never, he doesn't ever do anything to hurt people. Or like he just. He's, but he still probably gets racism. He'll still get like every single day. Of, he's of course. Cr- it's just like you have to learn as a person and that's putting themselves out there. That I was going to say person in the public eye because I don't. I don't see myself in the public eye because, I don't think. This is my opinion. I don't think until I think being insta famous is different from being actual famous if that makes okay. sense like until my mum knows who a youtuber is <laughs> or whatever like okay I know what you mean like I know then what you mean. then that means you're not famous like, in my like, head like our like, generations
1: that insta famous means probably just as much I think mm-hmm. but for the older generations who maybe aren't on social media for mm-hmm. them a famous person is a, like and I know what you mean like on a red carpet
0: like so for instance when Joe Suggs was on Strictly Come Dancing yeah. I had to explain who, he, who was. he was. I was like, it's Zoella's uh, brother. Well, yeah. brother. And I'm like, you don't understand. They're more famous than... They, like, they've got like 10 million subscribers on like YouTube. The Kardashians
1: follow them. And that is
0: you're like... Uh-huh. No, it's, it's crazy. So for me, I I don't think... And I think that a lot of people let it go to their head a little bit when it's just, you know... I know. In the scale of things. And, and this is why I, this is why I don't think that I'm... Um, um, anything right now, is because in the scale of things, there's people that have got 19 million followers and stuff like that, 20 odd million followers yeah. on, so for me it's like I don't feel until I'm a household name, I... You're very driven, like I think <laughs> that's what can be said
1: about you, you're very driven, because a lot of people with the m- number of followers you've got would be like like, what, like Wow! Like, see if I had that, I would be like sorry for the raft. Like, <laughs> literally, like, this is amazing. But like, you can like that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm but you're but you're driven and you're looking for, and that's
0: why you will get bigger and bigger and bigger because you've got that drive. Yeah, I think it's because I've I, also the other thing is getting bigger and bigger and bigger as well. Like, I know people like I've got friends that are you know actors yep. and have done really big things like yep. been in big movies and like, artists and stuff, and I feel like it isn't the be-all and end-all as well. Like, yeah. it could be taken away from you at any point. You're only flavour of, of the month for a while. Yeah. Um, so I think when you are, you should capitalise on it as much as you possibly can. Like, for instance, right now, any money I earn, I'm now starting to save because I want to put a deposit on a house. Like Yeah, yeah. amazing. No, no you have to be like that. The other thing is, like, I think we're oversharing too much online. Like, I've been watching a lot okay. of the documentaries on... Um, like stalked. I don't know if you watch it, it's on channel five. It's mm. about um people that have been like uh, killed because of they've been tagging themselves in places and like that kind of stuff. So I think um it's I mean one of the stories is from a like an ex boyfriend that was you know that was just following her about seeing where she was she was a blogger and stuff like that. She's you know and she ended up murdering her which is uh like so like since then I've kind of been more aware of mm-hmm. I only tag myself in a place when I've left it yeah it's clever in general like yeah. I don't I. Like the other thing is brands and you know restaurants etc. They want you to tag because they want of course you to be seen. It, it gives yeah. them attention. But I, as I said, I'll I will only do it when I just don't. for my personal safety because I'm alone a lot of the time, which I, I hate saying this on a podcast. No. Like, no, you're not. You know you're not. <laughs> I've always got my security guard. Yes, and security. exactly. Rottweiler as well. <laughs> but like I am, and like I, I mean I've had some scenarios where I've been DJing and mm-hmm. especially in London and. There maybe not been um had the balls to come up and speak to me, but I've known that there's been people in there that have known Like, followed me and stuff, Mm -hmm, like maybe mm -hmm. knowing that I was going to be there and like staring at me and stuff like that. Like, and I'm starting to get like that. It is scary because you don't understand, you you don't know who's following you. You think in your head it's this perfect person that you know, your target person that you want to be following you, but a lot of the time it's not. It's Mm -hmm. it could be someone with like serious, serious issues that you know, that that you know, becomes obsessed with you or whatever. And I'm not saying that someone would do that, but it can be anyone. I mean, that could be someone that, that doesn't mean to be someone majorly. You no know, with a massive following and yeah, no, it could be anyone. So you
1: need to be really careful of where you people are over like and that is it seems to be the world we live in now for social media. Yeah. It's constant, like people are ta- like like you say, tagging where they are. It's like your whole life is on your social media mm-hmm. and it is something that you and like the, now there's programmes being made and the fact that mm-hmm. people are actually mm-hmm. getting horrific things happening to them mm-hmm. through it. So You're absolutely right, it's something security beat your own
0: personal safety, I mean surely there's nothing really more important than... Totally, because I'm so sure that there was a YouTuber that actually got shot in America at one of our our, our meetings, our meetups or something. I'm so sure someone told me that story. I need to look into it more, but uh, it was someone that was absolutely obsessed with her, though it wasn't someone that... um, that was a hater, it was someone that really was. In. Um. So basically, my friend, um, my friend Junior, he works in the team that managed KSI, right. So, obviously, he's like massive, I think he's okay. got like 16 million. Subs on on YouTube, and then he did the boxing match against mm-hmm. Logan Paul, and it was like I think it was more streamed than any football match or oh something God, that. like that. it was me. yeah, he's massive. Okay. And he's from London and stuff. Um, he's had like death threats to his family. They find out anything they can about him, like and why? I, like, I know why. And he said they'll write the most hate. Junior is a really good guide for me because he mm-hmm. helps me majorly. Because i sometimes I am a human being, so if I see that someone's wrote something really nasty about me like sometimes it does get me down like I, i'm i I'm, a normal person does, if i see not. somebody like it's totally like maybe if they just hit like a, they just say something that's like a knife in you do you know what i mean yes. like it's like it's just a horrible th- comment or something and you've maybe worked really hard on doing something and then someone yes. just it's like anyone in the world will feel the same way um but if i do i always message him and he'll be like look it's like ignore it like he always makes me feel that like I really want him to manage me in the future okay, I really yeah, do so he, he always knows. makes me feel like mm-hmm. it always makes me feel like that you know this is part and parcel of it he kind of he gives me the, the mindset I have to have yeah and it's great that I've got someone like that because he sees it with his own eyes what happens to someone that's on a r- really big level yeah uh, so like he he knows how I'm going to have to deal with it. Yeah. And he also, he says that most of the time, the people that write the hate are the people that will cry when they see you. <laughs> like when he goes to conferences and stuff like that and it, or meet and greets, like the people that have been abusing him, like when they see him, they're like crying because they're like so like Michael Jackson style, like proper.
1: see the mentality of some human beings. It's, yeah. But you know that you're only getting, the, the more successful you get and it's an unfortunate Of affairs, but the more successful you get, the more hate you get because you're on their eyes, and people don't a lot of people don't like to see people succeed. They're jealous. Sometimes
0: people just don't like when people do something different to the norm as well. They just they can't handle it. It's like you shouldn't be doing this. Like I get that often. It's like you shouldn't be you shouldn't be wearing underwear because you are bigger. Like you shouldn't be getting that amount of likes because you know you are you know, a plus size person, like, I get get that often, like, you shouldn't, it's like someone's mentality, like, hold on a second, I look better than that person, why are they getting this attention and I'm not, they can't understand it, and it's not all about the image, it's all about, it's more about the confidence, it's more about the person that you are, it's more about, like, so that's, that's, it's, to me, it it annoys me when people say, like, it does annoy me when people say all, like, all, I only have followers because, like, Act like a thought or a hoe or whatever online and stuff, and I'm like, you don't know me, and also I, am I'm, I'm getting angry. I? Oh, right, right. That's <laughs> is, that's bloody good stuff. So I Help. had so I had like um, I was talking to this actor recently. Mm-hmm. He lives in LA, and we we're going to meet up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty well known actor, mm-hmm. uh, and he actually started following me, and we we're chatting and stuff, mm-hmm. and then um, we started to get. I put put a video up, mm-hmm. right? This is my dating life, right? We're getting we're dating life, So I put a video up and I was like saying that I was annoyed that someone hadn't got me a Valentine's right. card. Okay, and he was like, "Who are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I just we speaking. I'm just speaking to you online, so me, you're not an item. No, like I don't know. I know exactly. And I'd been kind of seeing. I was kind of like dating this guy and. Scotland, mm-hmm. well, yeah, so uh, I was annoyed that he hadn't because we actually were, like, starting to become something, yeah. whereas he was just talking to me, and I'm, 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 the way I see it is I'm single in that scenario, so I was yeah. just talking to somebody, yeah. um, and he didn't get me a card, and then he took it personally, and he was like, I don't understand, like, I don't understand why you think that you can be like someone else online and I was like you don't understand sometimes you have to like make your like your life when you are kind of a character to some people you have to make your life a little bit more exciting than it actually is especially if you're like even then the way I see it is eh, a Hollywood actress isn't going to be their complete self in front on the red carpet are they they're wearing 20 million things that are pulling them in. Yeah. Like this literally had an
1: all day team yeah, getting doing that. That's not them. Like I know.
0: so I don't and then we argued about it kinda and we haven't spoken since because I said look everything online. I said there's there's the Susie that's online and I still see a clear difference between those two people. Yeah. I feel like it's like my alter ego sometimes. It's yeah. my Susie online oh. and then and then you get glimpses of me, real me, and I I just feel like like, there is a difference, I don't, I am, like, you, you I, I, it's a th- weird way, it how, yeah, it's a hard
1: thing. because to- you are authentic, no, but I get that as well, because I've got a friend who is on the stage and different things like mm-hmm. that, and he says, that he, he does feel as though he's got an altered ego, mm-hmm. but it is still him, so, like, when he's having a laugh and he's doing everything on stage, that's his personality, but he's just a wee bit more, subdu- like, he's not going to live his life like that, uh, like, like yeah. it's, do you know, because people, you'd be in the supermarket, like, Dancing around mm-hmm. and all that. That's, but it is still him, but it's just a wee bit more subdued. And obviously, we all know that every day, sometimes you feel like shit.
0: Yeah. So you're not going to be like. Sometimes I don't want to post. Sometimes yeah. I, I don't want to, like, I just want to spend the day not thinking about social media yeah. completely. I want to just. Be in my jammies, watch movies,
1: yeah,
0: watch reality TV, and yeah. just not, and then switch off. But there's always something in the back of my head thinking I need to post something later on today. What the am I gonna post? Page, <laughs> right, well, and it is a real pressure. I'm worried. I I started to I started to worry about it a little bit because I know that there's quite a lot of people that you know can get really bad mental health issues, yeah. like develop um issues because of social media. I mean, yeah. it is it, so I worry slightly that you know, that I, if I don't control myself, so I have this like trying to have this rule now where it's like on a Saturday I take a day off. Good. So like yeah. I just try and like not. Yeah. Because I feel like if I work during the week, Monday to Friday, and then Sunday I normally do uh, I edit and I put out a video on a Sunday. Okay. So I'm working again, but if I take one day off a week to just be normal yeah. and, not, yep. and not entertain, people don't understand that. Like I've lost, so I'm on this thing called Patreon. Mm-hmm. Which is like a way of people supporting me being online and being able to afford equipment and yeah. stuff like that. So I have like subscribers every month who who like pay. I don't know, like some of them pay eleven ninety nine a month. Some pay twenty five pound a month. Some pay a hundred dollars a month. and stuff like that. Some it depends on who they are. Yeah. And it means like for instance, I was able to buy a new lens for a camera. I'm, I want to buy a new. I want to buy a new MacBook and stuff as yeah. well. So I have them, but see if I don't put something up, like I will lose. It's it's crazy. Like it's like people expect you almost to always be. They are to, they, to they literally
1: want to see you <laughs> every day, all the time, in, like, your, in your life. I know, uh-huh. and it's like you've got. I do think Instagram's like your own reality TV show. It is, and people are. I mean, it's like become obsessed. But look at how people are with the Kardashians. It's like. You watch the programme, you watch the Insta stories, you, you see their grids, just mm-hmm. watch s- mm-hmm. It's literally like we can't get enough. And Instagram and social media now allows us to have that constant connection. Mm-hmm. So and it's, could- good.
0: it's good in, It's good in some ways because you're in control yeah. of what you're doing. But it's a pressure. But it's also a pressure mm-hmm. because it's like you are basically competing with TV stations and networks. Uh-huh. Oh God, and that is the way it's going. <laughs> that is the way it's going. So that's interesting. Patreon then, is that only for you can, people in the creative you industry? Can, you can do whatever you want with it. I mean, like, there's people that, you know, have, like, a show on YouTube mm-hmm. that they will, um, like, for instance, I don't know, maybe they have a food show, mm-hmm. and it's just being able to do that every week to have that episode out, yep. they need a certain amount of funding, funding yeah. And I, 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 people, like, I tried to explain this to my dad, and mm-hmm. he was like, does that mean that you're like a charity? <laughs> like, oh. And I went and I'm like, no, because people are choosing to it's up to them if they want to yeah. pay money. First of all, nobody's forcing them in to do it. No, so people obviously just wealthy people are looking where yeah. they can basically help people out. And secondly, um if you're watching uh, you're paying a TV license yep. every month yep. to watch your programs so why is it any different for a YouTuber? For a YouTuber? Mm-hmm. Why is it any different? Because you are expecting something uh, you're, you're expecting to be entertained so why yeah. is it any different? I don't That's see it so I'm changing it now though I'm changing it into my actual website I'm going to make my website members only soon so I'm, I'm doing okay. that myself. Like it's taking me away. I kind of get how to do it. Yep. Uh, so I'm kind of working on that right now because I want to just because I feel like why should I let them take a big cut of the money that I'm earning? Because I'm earning like like I don't know at the moment I'm earning like fifteen hundred pound a month. Yep. From from Patreon, and like that's really good though. I know. Hey? Like
1: I know that's and that's pro. That'll be a lot of your fans as well, probably.
0: Yeah, it is. It's people that, like, just want to be in touch with me. A lot of them speak to me in Snapchat as well. I mean- like, I have... You know, my Snapchat's private, and I like I I tried to explain this to my dad, but he still doesn't understand. <laughs> like, he never will. He doesn't understand anything about anything. My big <laughs> cousins are the only people that really get what I'm doing. Right, okay. Like they like they're like, can we please be on your Instagram whenever it's. Oh, like. that's so that's brilliant. <laughs> like that. We need to be in your Instagram story today. <laughs> like that, they got all their pals to follow me and all that. It's uh, that is good. Like, that's good. It's so they cute. must be so proud of you. Well, I don't know if they are or not, because I feel like I have changed my Instagram more. Now and I think I, I've got a, li- a little bit more confident with myself I think now I'm promoting lingerie brands which I never used to do Brilliant. but I think that's what I need to promote because a lot of the stuff that I'm doing is like I can do plus size fashion but there's not that many yep. brands I mean there are but it's like once you've done them then that's done like there's not there's not much you can really do with that like i'm now i'm now nova babe (laughs) which is great what's that this was fashion over so like now like basically they just they just send me they've sent me like i've not got it yet but they've sent me like seven outfits and then they're sending me like jeans now to do like one you have to post once a week in them yeah and the way i see it is right i know people get paid to do that but for me it's like I'm seeing that as a, I'm, I'm getting jackets and jeans and stuff. Which and you would probably, probably buy. buy. Uh-huh. So the way I see it is, in that scenario, is like, I understand that I probably should be getting paid more money to do these things. Some brands pay me, some brands don't. But right now, I'm like, I really want a new jacket. So like that's <laughs> the, and that's the beauty of your business. Uh-huh. You as your brand, you can decide what
1: partnerships that come to you mm-hmm. are... Fee, mm-hmm. or what actually like you actually really need that stuff. So for you that's valid. Like yeah. it just it's up to you and that's the beauty of what you do. Yeah. So now you're creating a brand. I love the idea of the members thing. I think uh-huh. that's brilliant yeah. for your own content and yep. stuff. That's amazing. So you but you're an all rounder Susie because you have done radio, mm. you've done magazine uh-huh. work, you've really done a lot of different things in mm. that entertainment. You're super connected mm. and now you've got to the point where you've created. you're creating a massive, massive fan base. And you've got your own, like, you've got your own brand. you get your
0: own, user. you're going to
1: have your own, Yeah. I mean, I just it's want,
0: massive. I just want, though, like, I don't want girls to, like, if they look at my Instagram, I don't want them to think, like, I'm doing it all for men, because I'm not, like... What, I would never look at it and say, think that. Sometimes I think, because of the comments I get and stuff like that, you may think that but I'm not I'm doing I'm doing what I'm doing because I've always had this inner strength even though like I just always have just always had this inner strength inside me like I've as I said I get a lot of hatred and stuff and I always will but I've always had this inner strength and I want girls to to find their inner strength and like you know do what they want to do and like you know you know if whether it is you know you want to like be a lingerie model, be a lingerie model, like, yeah, know, do, do what you want to do, life yeah. is far too short, like, and also we have to stop thinking and caring about what other people think about us, because yeah. it means nothing, in the scheme of things, it means nothing, No. what matters is what what it means to you, and yeah. your heart, like, if you feel that something's a good idea, trust your instinct, I think, Yes. it's like, when I p- look at a picture, I'm going to, I'll be like, oh, should I put that out, should I not, and then... Normally I'll be like, I like that picture, I'm putting that picture out. Like yes. that's the way I think about it. Yeah. Like I know I might get negativity if I put it out, but like I like it. You it's like my an instinct. An, an, like, and it's your page to do with yeah, what you exactly. want. It's not, it's you not, know what yeah.
1: It's, if people people I just the, the hater thing it's it's horrific, but you would have to be a strong person mm-hmm. and it to you because mm-hmm. like you say though, and that's what it's all about, it's having this thick skin and then thinking to yourself I think a lot of it as well. I I stopped doing a lot of caring when I passed 13. Mm -hmm. In my 20s, I really cared about what people thought of (laughs) me. But now it's almost like I do still care, don't get me wrong, and I do
0: need to get better than that, but I don't care as much. Mm -hmm. So I'm a bit like, oh, well, you know... And also, you have to be, to be like a a pioneer in a field, you're gonna have to be like- Out there. Out there, and I feel like, especially in Scotland, I don't see any other girls doing exactly what I'm doing right now. I feel like, even with my feed, I mix it up with photos, videos, Yeah. I, I try and make sure that it's like, it actually represents me because, I mean, and this is a terrible thing to say, but I always think it, I'm like, if you go onto someone's Instagram feed, yep. and it's all pictures, yep. that is not what the person looks like. Oh no, <laughs> that's do no, it. Yeah, like That is in real life, if you go onto someone's Instagram feed, there's not one video, or it's a video with like a, a Snapchat filter or something like yep, that yeah, yep. it. That is not what the person looks like. That's not, I and, and I see time and time, time and time again. again, and you're like, People are in love with this image of this person yeah. that isn't actually them. So that's why I always try and mix it up. I'll put stuff where I look like I've got five chins on. Like just, be oh, <laughs> <they're not laughs> there's some here. There's some cameras that do not like work with me at all. Like some angles and stuff like that, especially white ones. It's the same for everyone. <laughs> no, no. Move it on. But like, but that's
1: a good tip for that's a um, really good tip for me as well because see on like Glasgow Girls Club Instagram, what I find that I struggle with is. and I'm probably not posting at the right times because I don't use a scheduling thing at the moment but I'm going to start but also I'm just dead impatient so if I have an idea I just do Do it it, yeah and it's the likes like I want to get more like I want to get the because the the following and the the page is going up and up which is brilliant Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I want to make sure that the content I want to trial is the content engaging like I want to see I get a lot of great feedback yeah and I know that they have updated the algorithm because a few of my friends have been like oh my Like I'm not getting the same.
0: Yeah. But I.
1: But I think maybe what you're saying, mixing
0: it up, video, different things. Yeah. Definitely because I bet it takes a lot of effort. That's a lot of work. Like people don't understand how long it is to edit a video and stuff. It's like if people just think that you just click your fingers and put something on Instagram. Yeah. If you are seeing it as something that you post once in a blue moon, then that is what it is to you. Yeah. But if it's not if it's something that you take seriously, you actually schedule well. Schedule to the extent of yeah. you have, you know what you're going to post on what day. Yeah. Um, like, you, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. It's not, and editing is a long process as well. To oh make God. something look good and yeah. just even just getting the right parts if you, you know, like, Say, for instance, you were editing this podcast. Yeah. If you were going to edit it, some people don't edit their podcast at all. They just, like, yeah, they just, just go put for it out it. I don't think there'll really be much editing. <laughs> so, like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing really, that, like, that, if somebody's sitting cutting up a podcast, though, that can take hours. Oh, like, of course. Yeah. I said even just replying to emails. Like, I just sit, like, it's so hard to have I need to be more organised as well, actually. When I, and I, I sound like I am, but I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah. I talk, like, I don't have my post. Well, I do actually. I have a post that I can put out tonight. Yeah. I don't want to put that out tonight. I want to put something out. Okay. Okay. So I have, like, and also the other thing I've been doing recently as well is trying to um, showcase my local town more. So I do okay. like a, a Paisley. Yeah, I have seen it actually. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to random places in Paisley and taking photos and then telling that the history mean, of what they, they're oh, all that's about. Cool. Yeah, you know, like. they like that. So yeah. I'm trying to do that. I wanted. Oh, do you know what? I swear to God, I, my dream guy is like a photographer. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, know, I know 100% definitely.
1: or somebody like, that can edit. Someone
0: that can do video as
1: well. Just get just get the package. That's what I want.
0: Oh my god. Like I want that so much. Like that's what I'm like <laughs> so whenever I'm on there. dating apps I'm like, "Oh, photographer." Oh. <laughs> I swear now, like oh right. Okay. You're looking at nothing
1: else other than this. Yes, he could bring me great value to the business. <laughs>
0: but that, at the end of the day, that's what teamwork's all about. <laughs> Anyone that gets me now has got to realise that they're gonna, you know, that it's it's a bit, uh, it's a bit intimidating. I think for a lot of guys, and I think that's potentially why I'm super single right now because uh, of course it's intimidating because it is
1: and people are intimidated by success as yeah. well. So, so what is the dream?
0: Dream as, I'd love to do a documentary. Nice, I can see you doing that. Love to do a documentary, would love to do... Like, I want to DJ all over the world. That's one thing. That's so okay. That's the thing DJ. I've not spoke about. Yeah, we've not. So let's about yeah. to, to DJing. So DJing is something that I've wanted to do forever. I just enjoy doing it. Like, yeah. I, um, I actually went and got trained properly in DJing. So I can actually... I went to somewhere called the London Sound Academy. I would recommend them to anyone okay. if you live in London and you want to be a DJ. Right. Um, and, yeah, like, I went for lessons. I paid money. I invested in it because I see it as... As something that you you know if career, you if you yeah. want to be a, if you want to be a DJ you should invest you should learn how to do it properly yeah. instead of pretending and just just mixing engines that don't even match and just all that kind of stuff so I do that my my issue right now is I'm mm-hmm. finding it really hard but since moving back I got I get more gigs in London than I do in Scotland right okay. and it's not because I don't think it's because of the genre of music I just feel like people are pretty like, they don't want to give up their little castles and crowns okay, and like, okay. they don't want to give that up in Scotland, like, so I'm going to at my event that's coming up as well. Okay, so well, I, well. I'm making sure that I'm doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, just like, I just find it, it's quite hard, I just find, and also I'm quite, now I'm maybe a bit intimidating for some certain, like, brands or bars and stuff, because it's, I, in my head, I don't understand because I think, if I'm promoting, if I promote on Instagram that I'm going to be somewhere, then that's surely that's difference. going to help a of course. place. <laughs> but like, and I've tried, like I contact people, and but some people just look at my Insta and don't like me instantly. And uh to be honest with you, I I am a good, I think I'm a good DJ because. I play around with different types of music every single week. I do my mix, which I'm going to do tonight when oh, I get home. Okay. Um, so I do a Friday mix, and I play about with different genres of music every mm-hmm. week. So last week I did like '90s hip hop R and B, cool. and then like the week before I did house. Let's out right now, and then the week before I did disco. Like okay, I do okay. like different. so I, ch- I haven't found my genre that I love, love and I want yes, okay. to do all the time because I love all types Mi- of music. Yeah. I don't understand how people can do that. No, I prefer a, a mix know, uh-huh. because how can i listen to your mixes it's on mixcloud mixcloud.com forward slash miss suzy mack so yeah so i've got all my mixes on there and um, i do one every week and i'm trying my best to i uh, like i'm very pushy in the sense of i want to jump from here to here so mm-hmm. like uh, my goal this year is I'm going to DJ abroad. Like, that's one of my goals, right? And I'm DJing in Ibiza this year. That's, like, one of my goals. I'm DJing in Ibiza <laughs> this year. Yeah. DJing? I don't know yet, but I'm DJing in oh, Ibiza this year. you will. It's happening, amazing. right? <laughs> that's what I'm I saying. I love it. So, like, I, I have, like, contacts and stuff, and there's a lot of Scottish people that go out for the summer over there yep. as well. So, like, there's definitely... It will happen, but it's just... My issue right now is time management and sorting out what part of my like sorting out see yeah. DJing it's in a whole other lane from what I'm doing on oh, social media is. so it's like I can contact people but it's mm-hmm. putting away it's putting time aside as well the other thing I do as well is I go to a screenwriting class every week so that's another thing I'm ri- writing a TV show that's <laughs> <laughs> So, I do that every Jesus, week. Jesus, no a wonder consistent. you can't find the I know, I love it though. Like, that's the other thing when you were saying about goals, like I want to write a TV show. Well, I started one based on my life. Okay. Um, And then it started to become less and less about my life and more about the character, which is the way it should be. Because okay. reality stuff, like, it's good, but also, I don't know, you have to almost, when you're writing a character, you have to almost pull yourself away from the person and, and think right, about because okay. you have to think about all the emotions and on the reasons why they do things and stuff in the in the stories just change it's not just not always it's like not always about me now it's about my character holly so okay um Yeah, so I do that every week. I've been doing that since I came back. So I've been doing that since October, really. Right. Uh, I go to the Royal Conservatoire and I do screenwriting. T V and Movie films. So that's that's the end goal. That's what I'd like to do. Like I'd love self employed wise to be able to write maybe like two scripts a year and then just get them like made. Like that's what I'd like to do eventually. But it's just, that is another, dedicating your time to it, yep. um, and I think that's my issue right now. I think I stress myself out in my head, thinking that there's 24 hours in the day, and I need yep. to get this done, this done, this done, this done, yep. this done, and I feel like I've got no room for a guy at the moment as well, that's another thing. No, but do you know what, that's probably when you'll meet
1: a guy. Oh. That always happens, do you know what I mean? You think you've got no room, and then that's when they come along. I but, don't, do you know, don't look. Don't, don't, don't look, look, don't look, <laughs> don't look. <laughs> don't look. I know
0: Close your eyes. Close your eyes.
1: eyes. <laughs> but that's amazing you've got such an amazing array of things it's, going on and you know it's all interlinked it's all in the entertainment industry and what I always think as well because I find it's so easy to get overwhelmed because I'm very much so like oh, I want to do this I want to do what but it's almost been present in each day and what can you achieve each day and yeah. see when you're ticking off the stuff you're yeah. like right I'm getting somewhere rather than thinking but that's what I want but you're working towards mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. and it's so easy to get overwhelmed mm-hmm. but it is it's just being present in each day and getting done what you can get done in that day and it's all working towards it
0: i watched a video actually when it was about time management and it was the way that the girl explained it the way that we when we we went to school we had science for an hour we had uh, french we had english we had whatever it or whatever whatever tech or whatever so we had like we split it up and that's the way she splits up her days she literally like has a time frame so she'll maybe put two hours Two hours in the morning, so when she, f- she wakes up, she doesn't look at her phone for the first two. Okay. Like, she doesn't look at her phone until the afternoon, basically. But it's just crazy to even but think about doing it that. Crazy, but also, but it would be probably very... Reductive. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, so she didn't look at her phone, so she'll go, she'll just wake up straight away, have her breakfast, and then straight to going to do emails or whatever right. on this. Like, so for me, it would be DJing stuff for two hours, and then once that that's hit 11 o'clock, then move on to the next yeah, thing I and leave like it for the that. day. There, there's ways of doing it, but like, I, I really need to get a... Because I'm working from home as well, So a lot of the time, so it's making sure that um, I'm productive at home as uh-huh. well. I've I know. M- I've turned my spare room more into an office. Yeah, that's the other thing. I kind of k- try and keep my parents out of my uh, stuff as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, my dad's in one of my latest videos, but I'm, I don't focus on him too much. Yeah. But I don't want that to be like I I want there to be a separation because I don't want and the other thing is I don't know if I was to get in a relationship whether or not I would put the guy on my channel or whatever because I'd love to do that but then they have to be able to I don't know a lot of my followers love that I'm single so if I did have someone maybe they'd be happy for me I mean I shouldn't really care but I don't know whether or not I would change my brand like completely, uh, yeah, like yeah. I I don't know. Like I, I talk about the fact I'm seeing people and I never name them either. That's the other thing. I'll always name them as like for instance, I was seeing somebody called Mister Mercedes for a while. Yeah, like, I don't I don't <laughs> have. A, it's like Mister Big, Like I don't have a name for them, but yeah. uh, I don't know whether or not I would. I don't know if it would. I guess it would be up to them. Would want to make sure that you're protecting yourself. You know, what guys can be like and stuff like that. You want
1: that this brand is about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Like, oh yeah, controlling as yeah, well. You, yeah, uh-huh, like, Yeah, so you need to always be you and always do what you want to do, and then if, he just needs to be happy with that.
0: Yeah. So, so they just needs. So you're know, a photographer,
1: a videographer, an editor.
0: <laughs> who just. <laughs> I like creative guys.
1: Okay.
0: Let's I do. I I know. Yeah. I've I like I like guys that are like doons. like I just I've always have I've dated comedians I've dated footballers I've, I don't know if you call that it's creative. I've dated like with <laughs> their <they're> balls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In many ways, um, <laughs> um, I've um, i dated like actors. I've dated like, but these are actually not long-term people. To be honest with you, I need somebody that's like yes, it's um, hard to meet somebody in the entertainment industry. industry that's actually loyal and stuff. Like, mm. or yeah. And also the other thing is I was dating somebody who was a comedian and that person was very jealous of any of the, like, success I got. See, that's what I was
1: kind of, like, thinking earlier there, yeah, because...
0: They found it quite intimidating, mm-hmm. I think, and mm-hmm. they liked being in control of that scenario. And you
1: also don't want to be in competition with someone. No, it's not about. It's about supporting each other and yeah. your own dreams.
0: Yeah. So I'm you better will. right now. I'm and like fine the way I am. Like I don't feel like I've got enough time. I'm, no. I'm ready to just. I just want to take off like on the world right now. So I don't feel like I've got time for. Oh, that is, and you know
1: what? I have absolutely no doubt that we're <laughs> going to do that. And anything that we can do. GGC wise. Definitely. Just I know we're a local platform, but whatever you've got going on, you've got an event coming up which we're yes. going to be posting about.
0: Yes. So that's on the 17th of April. It's a Wednesday night. It's at seven o'clock, probably till about ten o'clock. It's at the white box, which is under So L A, um in on Mitchell Street, I think it's forty-three Mitchell Street and so it's all it's social media stars, and I'm saying stars because I couldn't think of another word for it, But yes, didn't I not want to say it. Yep. could have said influencers, but then I just think that word's overused. It's about <laughs> with a lot, isn't it? Um, it's basically people in, that are Scottish uh, that have big followings in their, their specific genres, so Bash the, uh, Bash the Entertainer is a comedian. Uh, he's got like over a million on Facebook just trying to remember all this okay. <laughs> and then you've got Marley13 who's like 450,000 subs on YouTube and he is a gamer guy so he comments when he's gaming and he's really yeah. funny okay. like listening to him's great uh, so he's gonna be one of them. Then we've got me, so I'm like body positivity activist, DJ all around. as you know, like if you've all been right, listening. you've actually Christina. been listening to this podcast, There's was about oh, the no, the a million <laughs> like like She does this, 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 this. <laughs> uh, So there's me, and then also we have Laura Gilmore who is, I would say, a fashion influencer. Yes. Uh, she's got her own brand now as well, so it'd be interested to know how she's using social media to build her brand. brand as well. Yes, yeah, so those four. Uh, for a live Q&A, so um, it's going to be hosted by Gully, who is uh, Gully Singh. Who he's actually based in London, but he's from Scotland. He is. Uh, he works for Channel Four. He does voiceovers in Channel Brilliant. Four. Okay. He also does. He works for Radio One Extra and Asian Network. He DJs as well. So he's like he's kind he's of an like, all-rounder he's, like he's an all rounder in the yeah. sense of uh, yeah. Me and him are quite similar to each other. So but he's really good at presenting. So I feel like he'll be able to host that stage really well. Brilliant. Also, he's been to loads of these events, like Reggie Yates does events like this, like okay. Q&A's, and yep. they have these a lot in London, but they don't really have them so much in, in um, but you're, Scotland. But you're bringing them though? Yes, but I'm scared about bringing them, because I'm scared that no one comes. Don't be scared, <laughs> because
1: we're all coming.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's all those people, and it's a chance for, Gully will basically interview them, um, I'm going to DJ at the start, and probably the end as well, and then... During it, Gully will interview them, ask them questions, everyone different questions about social media, how they got to where they, they are, um, what they think about certain things on social media, tips, anything anything that you kind of... I mean, I'm not sure what Gully's going to ask because I've not actually briefed them at all, but that's what I think Gully's going to ask. Yep. That's what I want them to ask anyway. Um, and I want also the audience to get to know them all yeah. differently and all the stuff that they've come up against, all the, yep. the things they've had to get to get obstacles, over yeah, obstacles challenges. and stuff like that and then also then the audience and now then after that then the audience get a chance to ask questions any questions brilliant. they want to so if like you're a massive bash the entertainer fan yeah you can you know you'll get to meet them you'll get pictures with them yeah you know and which is crazy because bash literally walks down the road in glasgow and literally people shout out the cars bash! like that oh, brilliant. It's, it's okay. like, right. i've been with him I'm like oh my god you're super famous <laughs> it's crazy. We're getting a picture with them. Yeah, getting a picture with Ash I've done a few videos with him, um, and he's he's so cute and he's lovely. Basically, it's it's a it's not an influencer event. It's not somewhere where it's just about no. walking about and getting pictures taken. It's somewhere where you go and learn. you learn. Mm-hmm. You learn and you're able to ask, and um, you're it's just like an, ab- It's an interactive. Layer, um, yeah,
1: experience exactly. Social media search. and this is what's amazing for me. What's the ticket price? it is 11.99 i mean that is so affordable for people Mm -hmm. and why would they not go Mm -hmm. so you will send me the details for that definitely
0: yeah definitely and i'm looking forward to i've not seen it being done here as i said i've seen it being done loads in london yeah um and i really enjoy them i love learning i like hearing people's stories i like yeah i just love like that kind of stuff so it's like it's almost like a live podcast well do you know i was going to say that actually because podcasting is
1: one of my favourite things to do now mm-hmm. and I'm thinking when you're speaking there uh-huh. I'm like, it's literally, I do it because A, I love finding out about people, I'm also quite nosy but I love learning, <laughs> yeah. so even listening yeah. to you speaking today, yeah. I feel like I've learned mm-hmm. good tips for myself and Instagram and different mm-hmm. things like that, mm-hmm. so no, we will all be there and I'll certainly be posting the link to the event underneath the podcast but it'll also go in the group and
0: it'll go on the website Thank you very much
1: listen. Thank you so much for taking the time to well, talk to This is my
0: like, first podcast in my life and I feel like I. Is it? Yeah Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is my first podcast in my whole life. I'm dying to do more now because I'm like, I'll actually, I listen to podcasts so often. Yeah, me too. I, I love, love them. them. They're great to drive to. Great to drive to or going if you're walking the dog. And oh, walking the dog. Yeah, always. I've never thought about doing that. So good. So I just good. when I lived in Aberdeen, I used to listen to like about three on the way up. Like, oh, aha uh-huh. and you just it's just good a good insight into people and you learn how unique every human being is, yeah. which I love yeah definitely
1: i think we're recording in versanta right now i think we should go and have some lunch i know
0: i'm starving my belly's starting to rumble (laughs) let's do it thank you so much
1: thank you